Welcome to episode eight of Do Not Listen to This Podcast. I'm your host, Roger Wilkerson. And you know, for those of you that might be joining in on this episode, this is a series of uh, 13 episodes of where we're taking the idea of creating a business from nothing to something that is equal to or greater than the median income of your country. So now why is that important? Why, why is that important? Well, look, if you can do that, then you don't have to work for somebody else. If you can show yourself and teach yourself and learn how to create something from nothing, that is a very, very powerful tool for you going forward with your business, career, life, whatever it is you want to call it. Now, why are we focused on median income and not turning you into multimillionaires? Well, look, uh, if you turn into a multimillionaire, that's awesome. Uh, if you turn into a billionaire, fantastic. Uh, however, the vast majority of people just want to have a slightly better life than they have right now. And there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, they are in the majority. So the way you can have a better life is to be in a little bit more control of it, right? So if you happen to work for somebody else, you have to go by their rules. Now, that doesn't mean that when you become the boss that then everybody has to go by your rules uh, because you'll find that they don't. Just like when you're an employee and somebody tells you to do something and you don't want to do it for whatever reason, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what the reason is that you don't want to do it, you're probably not going to do it or you're going to slow down the process for your boss or the owner or you're going to create a challenge. Now, that is not going to magically change when you're the boss. You're just going to be on the other side of it. You're just going to be the person that they are uh, slowing things down with or delaying or any of those many, many things that are going to happen. This episode's on sustainability, and the key concept is about how your per personal health matters. We'll talk a little bit about financial sustainability uh, but this is also tied into episode number seven of knowing your buyout number. So if episodes one through three talk about mindset to see if you don't have a choice about being an entrepreneur or if you do have a choice about being an entrepreneur and, and what kind of shift you should make in this mentality from a uh, employee mindset to a uh, employer mindset. And then episodes four through six focus on uh, pricing and the elements that are included in pricing. And then these two episodes last week and this week are on the direction of your business. And then the episodes nine and 10 are going to be focused on getting customers. Episodes 11 through 13 will be on managing, monitoring, and adjusting growth of your business. So let, let's jump into sustainability. From a financial sustainability point of view, that, that is you just have to be making the money that it takes to cover your fixed expenses. Now, fixed expenses are different than variable expenses. Now, I will tell you this, as we've talked about in previous episodes, people experience loss at 2.5 times greater than they experience gain. That's prospect theory. And because of that, when you, 
when your business is functioning at a break-even or below break-even standpoint, you are going to feel that as much worse than it actually is. It is a giant part of the process. Every business has a cycle. Every product has a cycle. Every service has a cycle. Every customer has a cycle. And as you start to understand what works for you in a way that doesn't drive you crazy, you will start to see this as nothing to do with you and just the natural order of things. And a lot of times, you know, when a client comes to us and they're having a challenge, a lot of times we just walk through the cycles of the business. Where are they in the business cycle? Meaning, you know, is, is it new? Has it been around for a long time? Is it on the downturn? Where is it in, in the cycle? And are the challenges that they're experiencing normal for that cycle and just something that they just need to be walked through rather than to be concerned about? If they're abnormal, then you know, you've got to pay attention to it as, as always. Nothing is a straight line in life and nothing is a straight line in business. And if you go from a little bit of money to a lot of money really fast, you won't know what you did to do that. Very, very important to be mindful of that. So sustainability is about two things. It is about money. Money is important. But most people that do a business, to be honest with you, most people that do a business on their own do not start out with money as the main reason to do it. Uh, typically, it's attached to a passion or a desire or it can be any number of things, but usually it's not money. If somebody just wants to do art for the sake of doing art's sake, uh, they should do art for the sake of doing art's sake. If they want to monetize that and commercialize it, then they have to understand the buyer mentality, which we've talked about in previous episodes, because the buyer is ultimately going to be the person that uh, makes you the employee of them, even though it's a different type of relationship. You know, you're working with them rather than for them. Hopefully, you've structured that properly. Let's set money aside for a second. And remember that everything is about resources and the key resource that we have to pay attention to is our, is our health. As we've talked about in other episodes, if you're doing a service-oriented business, you probably have about 20 hours that you can be customer service facing and working with customers. And then you probably have another 20 hours that you have to do to do the backup work to, to support whatever it is that they want you to do. And that hits you at 40 hours. And, you know, if you want to work a 40-hour week, that's fantastic. If you want to work a four-hour week, that's fantastic. If you want to work a 12-hour week, that's fantastic. You just have to make sure everything is adjusted to that model. Once you get past working 30, 40 hours a week, you start to cross into a line. And a lot of people don't like to hear this but it is the truth for many people. You cross into a line that becomes, uh, it is a sort of addiction, right? And you hear it with people that say, you know, I am grinding and I am working 16 hour days. And you know, look, we all will do that stuff. We all will grind from time to time. We all will work for 16, 18, you know, all those kinds of long times, but you cannot do that all the time because you are human and, uh, and you will burn out very fast 
and you will hurt your ability to service clients in the weeks ahead. Let's talk a little bit about how to pay attention to personal health, when you need to back off of a project because that's what the right thing to do is, and when you need to push a little harder on a project because that's the right thing to do. I will tell you, I have been on this planet now for five and a half decades. I have uh, had many friends that have uh, passed away. I have had many friends that have hurt themselves through addiction. And it's, it's sad. They were talented people. They should still be here, but they pushed it to the edge. And by the way, if you're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, all that stuff, you have to uh, check to make sure that you're not a workaholic. And workaholism is a, is a real thing. Let's talk a little bit about what those things are. Remember, people do addictions and, and, and alcohol and all that stuff and even, even working too much as a way to escape because it's too painful for them to feel the life that they have in the moment. So they start to mask things by getting very busy or working a lot, or striving to be a perfectionist, or any of those other things that look good to the outside world. It looks like you're doing something, but you may very well be just uh, masking a, a deeper problem. Now, there is an irony in this, is that we do need some type of addiction to uh, that, that's at a healthy, passionate level to make these things come to life, right? So that it, that's why it's very confusing for some people. And you can, the more successful people become, the more they deny they have a problem because they say, well, I'm successful. Be mindful that success is not necessarily uh, the answer to all of your problems. So you have to decide what are your personal healthy boundaries limits between yourself and the business. Otherwise, you will run the risk of creating a business where you start to get your self-esteem from the business, where it's not, it's not you anymore. It's, oh, the CEO or, oh, the, the head of this or the head of that, the title or the, any of the things, any of the trappings that come with success or trying to go on that path of success. You do not want to have yourself, if, you're, if you want to be a long-term business owner, you do not want to have your self-esteem attached to your bank account balance or to your title because those are not your identities. Money is the money. Money is there to do the things in the real world and it's important. It is not to say that money is not important because it is. It is not the whole picture of doing a business. And so as many, many, many people miss this whole, whole thing. As companies get big and they get a lot of money, what they find is that it's, it's not easy to find things to do with that money. 
it's not as easy as you think because as you have more money, you have less things, you have more opportunities, but you have less things that will bring you more value than the money that you're putting out. So it's a, it's a very interesting dynamic. Now, everybody's personal health boundaries are going to be different. And uh, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'm not a therapist. I'm just a guy that's done a bunch of different businesses. And I have done them where I have worked myself to just into the ground. And I have done them where I have hard to do, I had to do hardly any work and I've had them where they're in the middle and, I, and the most rewarding ones tend to be in the middle. So when it comes to creating your personal health boundaries, I think it's important to, to define a middle. What's safe for you? And that can be as simple as missing meals. If you're missing meals because of work, that is a problem because you are putting work ahead of your nutrition, and that's going to catch up with you at some point in time. If you are hiding out at work uh, and, uh, and just trying to uh, escape, that will also catch up to you. Now, you do need some stress. You need some healthy stress, not unhealthy stress. And I think, in my opinion, the best way to define a personal health set of uh, boundaries is to have it directly related to stress. Is this stress healthy? You know, is me having to learn, is the stress of me having to learn how to run a business or how to do sales or how to do different elements of the business, is that healthy? And most of the time, the answer to that is yes, because as you learn those things, while they may be painful and stressful in the beginning, as they become skills or even uh, expanded talents, they will generate revenues for you um, in leaps and bounds because you can do something that the other person that you're up against cannot do. If you're anxious all the time, and anxiety is an interesting thing because I think we all suffer from anxiety at some point in time, whether directly or indirectly. And what do I mean by that? I have, I mean, I have had panic attacks before. I have had anxiety attacks. I have had very mild depression, but not anything like some of my friends who have really hardcore depression. I've had those things happen, and I have found them to be quite productive if I deal with them as they're happening. So I'll talk a little bit about anxiety because I think anxiety is a topic that people like to tap into when it comes into health. Now, there is certain anxiety that is healthy. And again, that anxiety might be, am I going to get that uh, big client? Uh, am I going to get that uh, small client? Am I going to get that next, whatever that, it, that's healthy anxiety. Uh, you should be nervous because it's new. It, it should be fresh. But if you're obsessing constantly about details that in the bigger picture are not important, that is where the anxiety becomes unhealthy. And some people, you know, especially people that I know that have, that do struggle with depression, it's very hard for them even to get out of bed. The people that I know that have struggled with depression have even more of a challenge when it comes to a business because they 
are not in control of when their body's going to be at the functioning levels that they need to be at. If you have those kind of things, I, th I think it's very important to put safety mechanisms into the business. So, you know, if you, um, let's say you know that there are just months where you're just not, you just can't do it, right? Then you have to either look at creating a seasonal business where you make enough money so that you don't have to work for a couple months in that seasonality of when you're having one of those down times, just so that you're just taking care of yourself. Now you can do that. It, it's a little bit more complicated, but you don't have to look at a business as every day. There are plenty of successful businesses that are seasonal, you know, where you can go in for a six to nine month period and make all the money you need for a year or a year and a half. You just have to make sure that the, the anxiety of the downtime is not overwhelming and overbearing to you to where you start to panic that you're not going to have another window of money coming in. So the uh, point is, you know you, and you're going to be driving the business. So you have to build the business around how you function. Uh, for example, I, I sometimes work in different time zones and so I have different sleeping patterns. But what I do is, uh, depending upon when I go to bed, I just make sure I get six to eight hours of sleep. It doesn't matter to me, you know, when that is, but just as long as I get that, that time to be, you know, refreshed and ready to go. Uh, and that's, that's something I've learned over time. Uh, I don't know where you function at the best but you do. And so if it's in the afternoon where you function the best, then that's where you put all the hard work that's got to get done because you want the maximum energy for the hard work. If you function well in the morning, then you do it in the morning. When you know that you don't function as well or you need to take breaks or you just need to completely shut down, uh, you have to schedule that as well. So these are the things I think that people miss. Yes, money is important, and it's an important element of sustainability. And when we talk about sustainability at a giant corporate level, it plays a much bigger role because of the size of the business. But when we talk about sustainability for entrepreneurs, we talk about you, know, you taking care of yourself. And there's a lot of people out there that are – really good at taking care of other people, but not so good at taking care of themselves. And if you're one of those people, reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to help you. I'll give you some tips and tricks uh, because you really do, if, if you're doing a business, you do have to learn how to take care of yourself first and then take care of clients and others. Otherwise, you will, your energy will get drained. It will get sucked up and you will find yourself having to play catch up in the downtimes because you didn't plan for them. Now, I will tell you this, you can plan for them and have them not happen and you can plan for them and have them happen worse than you'd planned for. So remember, there's always a variation and, and if you plan for a downtime and downturn and it's worse 
don't, again, go back to that concept of feeling losses two and a half times greater than feeling gains and understand that you, know, you, just, missed, you just missed it. You know, you, how much did you miss it by? 10%? Okay, great. So next time, add 20%. Give yourself a little buffer. Meaning if you had set, you know, if you said, okay, I'm going to have savings set aside here and then I'll, I'll live off these savings for the months that I'm in my down cycle and you were short, then you just, the next time around, you just add a little bit higher amount of money to it. These things are all personal things, and they're all designed for what is the direction of your business. Because if you're not healthy, uh, then your business isn't gonna be healthy. And if you're healthy, your business is gonna be healthy. And here's an interesting thing too, if you're healthy, People want to work for healthy people because they trust them. If you're sick, meaning you're working too much, you're pushing too much. If you're pushing yourself too much, then what will happen is the, the mind screw will be that you are doing it for something bigger. Well, that's bullshit. You're doing it because you're avoiding feeling the feelings of the moment. It's not because of any big giant thing. And, but if you, stay, if you go deeper into that hole, you're going to demand that kind of behavior of your employees and you're going to put pressure on them that is unnecessarily that they don't need to have just so you feel like you're normal or you're right. Those are very toxic work environments that people tend to, the only people that tend to stay in them are unhealthy people, people that need the toxicity to function. You don't want to create that. That's exactly why you didn't want to be an employee. So you don't want to become what you hated. Stay focused on your health. It's important. Make sure you take breaks. Make sure you turn off. Now, in social media, it looks like we're online all the time, but nobody's online all the time. So you just figure out what works for you. If, if 20 minutes of social media a day is all you can handle, then do 20 minutes of your best social media a day. If it's three hours that you can do, and that's your business, do it, no problem. But take breaks, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Don't turn your business into something that's gonna just keep on sending you to the emergency room. You want your business to be sending you on vacations. You want your business to be sending you to hotel rooms with late checkouts, or to islands, or to cruises, or to adventures that have nothing to do with your business. So remember, you're not alone if you're, if you're taking on too much, but you don't have to do that. And reach out to people that can help you. I'm here, you can email me, roger at ygetarts.com. That's R-O-G-E-R at Y-G-E-T-A-R-T-S.com. That's strategy backwards. And thanks a lot for listening. I'm really enjoying everything that's been coming my way from people that have been listening. Uh, next week, we start the production process, the distribution, and manage growth wins and smart metrics versus the dumb ones and de-biases and review and refine are going to be the episodes coming up after that. Why the production process is important is it will help you to reduce some of your stress. So thanks for listening. Again, I'm Roger Wilkerson, and this is Do Not Listen to This Podcast.